Hi there. Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters. If you want to connect with your kids or your friends, put your phone down and play Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever made. A game of Hoopsters is quick-paced and packed with all the thrills of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. Head to hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. All right. All right, guys, ready? We're going to do this in three, two, one. Hey, it's rivalry week. OSU, Michigan, Auburn, Alabama, BMOC coach. We've got the inside scoop on all of them. Plus, BMOC's History Corner returns to revisit Jim Brown's feud with Franco Harris. Hey, Tuesday's gone and a new day dawns, everybody. This is Boswell Day. Sounded great as always there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big storylines more or less correct, but a lot of those details wrong. And if you're cool with that, we're cool with that. We're going to go ahead and have a show. Cool. Yep. Cool. That's right. These other two voices. My name's Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host calling me BMOC. Now, everybody... It stands for Big Man on Campus, okay? So all you funny guys on Twitter saying that BMOC is the butt munch of Columbus, <laughs> that's not funny, okay? It's a little funny. It's a little funny. Yeah. All right. Well, joining me as always, if you've got bats in the belfry, he'll hand you a Kleenex. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? Good. <laughs> I'm really good with the bats in the belfry. Yeah, absolutely. And this other guy. He has never met a one sheet that he couldn't tame. Graphic design Ooh. genius and guitarist extraordinaire, the maestro, what? Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? <laughs> <laughs> you doing all right? I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. Before we get into it, just want to let you know you can follow the show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. Still can't get Sports Wednesday. Still can't. Still can't. Get Twitter to relax that death grip they have on Sports Wednesday. They really think that's that we're going to try to steal it and do something diabolical with it. Yeah, absolutely they do. But on Instagram, we're Sports Wednesday. Lots of great content on the Instagram. It's a good follow. And uh, if, if you were following our Instagram story this past, uh, past four or five days, you followed along with Coach and, and my uh, big trip to Chicago. And that, uh, that what do you think of that content, Maestro? It was uh, excellent. <laughs> I lo- the pause just feels so good. It was good stuff. I-, I wanted more. I was yearning, and like there would just be gaps of hours, and then it would just be the emoji on a on a elevator going six or ten with no context <laughs> well, uh, whatsoever. <laughs> well, well, we'll share more later. We were crazy busy. It was I thought we would would be like Instagram storing every twenty minutes or so, but that did not turn out to be the case. Did, did not pan out that way. Did not. All right, this show has the first half, a second half. Let's kick off the first half, Maestro. Sounding good. Now, 
typically what we do is I introduce the topic and then I throw it to coach to say something cogent and sporty sounding. But today I'm reversing it. I'm throwing it to Maestro first. Because, yes. No. Because I know I, love it. I know that he watched the whole Penn State game, whereas Coach was trying to stream it to his iPhone while we drove through Indiana, and he only got bits and pieces. Ah, so, yeah. Ohio State, number one team in the whole world, universe, undefeated, He-Man Masters of the Universe. Woo! Playing Skeletor, the team up yeah. north, Michigan Wolverines. The devil. Uh, Michigan, an up-and-down season. They lost to Penn State, but they seem to have found their stride, and I know they'd like nothing better than to knock the Buckeyes off here in the last regular season game. Maestro, break it down for us. Ooh, break it down. Uh, oh. Well, I mean, if you were to have not watched the game on Saturday, you'd think, oh, yeah, Buckeyes, maybe they didn't play so hot. But there was never any moment that I think anybody was worried they were going to lose. Um, they dominated. I mean, the score might not indicate it, but, um, I mean, they gave them 10 points that really made it close. Uh, I don't think they're going to have any problems at Michigan, honestly. I They're just so good. I mean, the only way I think that, that Michigan wins is if for some reason Justin Fields gets hurt. I mean, that's that's honestly the only way I think they they would lose. And even then, I don't even know. I mean, I think – I just think they're so good and so deep. I just, I just don't see it happening. Hmm. Coach, does that check out? Yeah, that was that was pretty spot on. I was I was going to say the same thing. Like, um, I was going back and looking at at Michigan's schedule, and I've seen some of their games and and their quarterback Shea Patterson. Um, I, he looks like Wisconsin's quarterback. He looks like Penn State's quarterback. He looks like all the Big Ten quarterbacks. A guy that maybe he's a he's average at best and I don't think average at best at that position against Ohio State's defense is going to come anywhere near of being effective enough to win this game I agree with Maestro the only way that Michigan makes this close is if there is a key injury and really that key injury is is Justin Fields and even then I think Ohio State's defense I agree with 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 Maestro and the fact that I think they could win the game on their own so I I feel no fear going in this game Sorry, Buckeyes. Now you just lost. I know. I shouldn't say anything. I should have said I, I'm scared. No, I. You know, I. Something would really have to go sideways for for them to uh, to lose. Has the line moved? I know it opened at eight. Is it? Is it? It, it was still eight. I checked right before we went on. I I wouldn't be surprised if that moved um, upwards. Oh, it'll move up because yeah. I think people will get on that eight. I would. Yeah. Easily. So, uh, and I do think that means it's going to be a, a closer game than any of the Buckeyes' recent games have been, and that means it's going to be an awesome game to watch. Oh, it's going to be it's 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 must see TV. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I'll be watching the Ohio Bobcats play Akron. Woo! No, I won't are... because that's on a goddamn Wednesday night. Oh, that's right <laughs> again. So, all right, guys. So I'm gonna against the spread. You're both picking Ohio State to cover. Yes, I think I think it'll be a, a larger margin of victory than it was than the Penn State game, honestly. So more than eleven. So you're definitely calling it. All right. I'm wondering. I'm so far behind. Do I do I just take Michigan in the points? <laughs> just to cover your bets, because if you lose it, you're okay. But if you if if they do, I see what you're saying. You know, is he going to do it? Are you going to do it? 
he's not. Are you really? He doesn't have the sack to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm taking the Buckeyes minus eight. Damn it, he can't do it. All right, so that's Ohio State, Michigan. We're going to be talking more rivalries later, but first we've got the fun spot. Woo! Fun spot! Fun spot! The MOC's history corner. <laughs> All right, guys, I can't wait to tell you the story on BMOC's history either. corner because we, we this came up a couple shows ago where I was I was recalling a vague memory I had of Jim Brown playing racquetball with Franco Harris. It was last week. All right, so seven, eight shows back. Here's what actually happened. So, first of all, I, the only way I can say this is Jim Brown does not like Franco Harris. No, I, I, I never even knew that the two collided at all. Like This is something completely foreign to me, so I'm very fascinated. Yeah, so Jim Brown, you know, he was a huge running back. I mean, by that, I mean, he sometimes was physically the largest man on the field. He retired from the NFL at age 29. He was a punishing running back. And then as Franco Harris and Walter Payton neared his rushing record. Oh, yeah. He didn't like any of them because they were close. To well, he, he didn't mind Walter Payton. He felt like Walter Payton was a good running back. But Franco Harris, he felt like was uh, a sissy, that he ran out of bounds, that he didn't go for the extra yard, that he stuck stuck behind his blockers. And uh, it's it's really interesting because even when like when O.J. Simpson was breaking his single season rushing record, he said, he's a good runner. I respect him. So he disliked Franco Harris so much in 1983. Franco Harris was approaching the record that he said he was going to come back and play football for the Los Angeles Raiders. Oh, my God. At age 47. And there was a picture of him in a Raiders uniform on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And he said, no matter. I think I remember that now that you say Yeah. However many yards Franco Harris beats the record by, he's going to come in and get those yards. Well, that never happened. I think cooler heads prevailed there, although that would have been an awesome sight to see. Yes. Well, we're Uh, we're at that age now. Do you think we could suit up? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd be. That's a that's a death sentence. I can, I can barely make it up a flight of steps. <laughs> yeah, so what? Oh, my God. So anyway, some promoters thought the feud was interesting. So right around the, the Super Bowl week, they put together this event called I Challenge You. And it was Jim Brown versus Franco Harris. And uh, it, was, it was on TV. It was syndicated. So that's how I saw it when I was a kid. Here, here's, here are the activities. You guys are going to love this. So they started out with three games of racquetball. <laughs> So arbitrary. So crazy. Jim Brown won those. Then, okay. Then they played three one-on-one games of basketball up to 21. And uh-huh. uh, Jim Brown won those. He had to come back oh in God. the third game, but he won those. Uh, then they had Phil Sims come in, and they did a touchdown pass-catching competition. And Franco Harris won that. Okay. And then they decided that they would run the 40 and whoever won the 40 was was crown champion regardless of what the other outcomes had been so it all came down to the 40 it all came down to the 40 who do you guys think won i gotta say franco harris he was younger um franco was not very fast so i'm gonna say jim brown won franco in fact won he ran a 5.16 and brown ran a 5.72 but he grabbed 
He grabbed his hammy as he crossed the line. Oh. But he, refused. Uh-huh. He, 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 he refused to say the injury cost him cost him the race. So uh, Franco Harris won. For his efforts, he got a car and a camper, while Jim Brown got a mink coat. <laughs> <laughs> a vacation in Hawaii and $15,000. So oh. I got to tell you, this... That's it's almost like a, a wrestling feud playing out there around the NFL. I wish they'd do that now. So, what year was this again? So, this was nineteen. I think this was right around the nineteen eighty four Super Bowl. So, Franco Harris in nineteen eighty four was he? He was still playing, right? So, uh, he played his last. His last year was eighty four, where he played for the Seahawks one season. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, yeah, I don't, and he, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I do. He, he only had like 380 yards or whatever. So it was his final year. So he had just retired. That's right. That's right. I'll be honest. I was not a fan of Franco Harris either. Not not as a person, like just as a football player. He just wasn't, you know, electrifying. You know, he was, yeah. he had the big, he had the big side wing uh, hip pads that stuck out. I don't know. There was just something weird about it. Who was his running mate though? Didn't Rocky Blyer. Rocky Blyer, yeah. yeah Much more, you were a Blyer fan? Much more likable Rocky Blyer. And I think near the end there was uh, Frank Pollard, I think, was was the fullback. Frank the Tank Pollard? I just made up his nickname. Sounded about right. I want to say I'm going to get this wrong. I want to say it's Rocky Blyer, but it's it's possibly another Pittsburgh Steeler of that era that there's a new documentary out about his service in Vietnam. Yeah, it's Rocky Blyer. Are you talking- yeah, That's Rocky, Rocky Blyer. Blyer. Have yeah. you guys seen the film? I saw the preview. It looked quite good. He's a Mm-mm. he's a very likable fellow. Yeah, maybe we'll watch it when we assign documentaries out. Once Maestro watches Rocky Four, and we you can know what? Out. Yeah, you know, Rocky <laughs> Three showed up on cable, and I was like, "Oh crap! I need to watch uh, Rocky Four. That's right. So, so that's BMOC's history corner. <laughs> mm, when Jim it. Brown and Franco Harris. Jim Brown, by the way, now is tenth on the all-time rushing list. So, so he hates everybody above him. Now. He hates he's everybody. Got a, right? He's got a lot of racquetball to he play now. Him. Emmett Smith firmly on top with more than eighteen thousand yards. Yeah, that's that's going to be a while that, before that gets toppled. The racquetball just makes that story great. It just sets, <laughs> I, I it sets it nineteen eighty four. Yeah, perfectly right. Yes, it shows the age. Racquetball, such the next sport to come come yeah. around. Everybody loved racquetball. That was huge in the mid eighties. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. Racket sports. Today they'd be playing spike ball against each other. <laughs> I just, that's just, that whole thing is hilarious. This has been BMOC's History Quarter, this week's edition of The Fun Spot. Fun Spot! Fun Spot! Can't wait to watch the Rocky Blyer movie. I love racquetball. Still worth it. Worth the wait there, yes. Maestro. Worth the wait, as always. always. We're going to be uh, transitioning to the second half here in a bit, but uh, it's time for an old-school Hoopsters update. Back uh, back in the longtime fans of the show, both of you know that <laughs> <laughs> we used to well, every week give a more detailed update about how sometimes our Hoopsters updates went on so long that Maestro would start snoring. Uh, quite often, that's quite right. often. Uh, but you know, the good people at Hoopsters basketball themed board game have been with us since day one. They're the best God sponsors, really. Yeah, so, so good. Quick, give, let's let's uh, throw it out there, Coach. I'm going to throw it to you for a quick re- recap. We were in Chicago for the International Toy and Game Fair, where we pitched Hoopsters to about, I'd say, about 25 companies. 
Yeah, 25 or 30, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. So uh, what was that experience like? That was amazing. It was like I've told anybody else that's asked me. It, it was like literally being picked up, put in a college. I have to learn the entire industry in one day. And then the next day, I have to apply everything that they taught me that day and try to be really good at it. And it was it was just effing crazy. But it was it was amazing. Met a ton of people, like a ton of people. It, it, it's, it was just overwhelming, and I loved it. It just – it was invigorating. And Hoopsters is it's, – it's pumping with energy right now. Uh, yeah, I will say that. Coach and I learned early on uh, – the seminars were great. We, we did learn a ton about the, the industry, but uh, game companies tend to shy away from sports games <laughs> yes. for a number of reasons. And – uh, we still managed to, I think, show them to some big companies that weren't quite interested. We got them over, and then they're like, hey, we really do like this game. So we got a couple leads yeah. for Hoopsters. We got a couple leads for a soccer version of Hoopsters, which we're currently calling Footsters. Footsters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and and we, Coach is right. We had to be spot on for, what was that, 90 minutes, two hours? Yeah, what, almost two hours. Yeah, in this big room, and they would come table to table, and you had about a minute with each of them. So. Awesome. Good We're in our basketball uniforms. Yeah, it was awesome. But the important thing is, while we might have some promising leads there, if you want a set of Hoopsters for Christmas, all right, Woo! Cyber Monday, you head to Hoopsters.store. It takes you right to our Indiegogo where you can order a set for Christmas delivery or for 2020 delivery. And uh, I'd do it soon because we're going to have to shut down the Christmas delivery stuff pretty pretty sh- soon after Cyber Monday. You're going to have to, yeah, to make sure the ship they get shipped out and they're under the tree. Hoopsters.store. Dot store! All right, let's get to the second half. Brought to you by Hoopsters. Dot store! <laughs> store! Oh, I'm digging that. All right, second half, we like to pick pick games. We do some uh, trivia. We got all sorts of good stuff. We have some rants. Sometimes we have corrections. Let's kick it mm. off with three picks. Three picks brought to you by Hoopsters.store. Head to Hoopsters.store to get the greatest basketball-themed board game ever made. This week, lock of the week against the spread. Lock! College. That's you, Coach. All right. College. College. Um, I'm going close to my heart. I'm going to close to my family, close to my heart. I'm picking App State. I'm taking App State minus 13 over their rivals of Troy State. Um, Mountaineers are going to make it, get it done, get it done, destroy Troy. They're going to win by two touchdowns. Take App State minus 13. Woo. Woo. I like it. I'm on a roll. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm Bam. Sorry, just, I'm, just, I'm just writing that down here. I wrote uh, it down. Okay. Upset of the week, Maestro. No, I want to hear NFL. You want to hear NFL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm. I'm going to go ahead and take Baltimore minus four over San Francisco. Uh, they're, they're doing it to everybody else. I, I, I think that's a great pick. It's that's going to be a great game. First of all, possible, that's, that's possible the Super Bowl right Super there. Bowl, yeah, yeah, that could be Super Bowl. You know, 
but uh, everything else that I looked at, nothing was. I would say that's a me. foolish pick, except that San Francisco, man, they destroyed Green Bay. Green Bay. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I was stepped on their necks. That's a good pick. You guys want to hear about the upset special? Yeah. I'm sticking with college because the NFL is, there's too much parody. There's too many, mm-hmm. too many fives and fives and six and fives and four and sevens. I don't even want to deal with that. What do we? No, 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 no. Who are you doing? Where are you going? They're giving the Taggers LSU 17 points against Texas A&M, which Ooh. is probably legit. <laughs> but Texas A&M is seven, four, seven and four. They're not bad. I think they're going to keep it close. I'm going to go that uh, LSU does not cover. Where is that game? I have no idea. <laughs> so Texas A&M. It doesn't matter with you because you still are going to get that right. Maestro says take the points, Texas A&M. 17 and a half or just straight 17? Uh, what I saw was 17. 17? Straight All right. 17. All right. So those are our three official locks of the week. The, the important thing is that you know that you can go ahead and bet the mortgage on those. That's what lock means. It's like a, yeah, you know, like a physical lock. Literally. You know, um, you know that car that you needed to buy grandma to make sure she got to her medical appointments? Don't buy that. Put it on these. Yeah. Double it. Absolutely. Double it. Absolutely. If you got a college fund you can raid, go ahead and put it on these Empty locks. Empty it. Empty that and put it on these locks. All right. Now, it's been a while since we've done this sort of straight up game pick draft style fast picks, but I went through, I grabbed a lot of the big rivalry, right? I grabbed a lot of the yes. big <laughs> rivalry games. Good. There you Thank go. you. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna run through them awfully quickly, and I gotta get my pen ready to get these done. I was right. glad you left like Clemson and Georgia, yes, Oregon, too easy. Yeah, some of them I was I, I just wasn't inspired by. Okay, we're gonna start off with the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss yeah. at Mississippi State. What are you doing, Coach? I'm taking Mississippi State. Maestro, me too. Mississippi State. Woo! All right, that's a three-point line. I'm taking Ole Miss. There you go. That's a, it's a it's a crapshoot. That's right. It is a crapshoot. Another close line. Virginia Tech at Virginia. Coach, Tech. I'm taking Tech as well, man. They put the hurt on Pitt, so I think they've got some mojo going right now. Mm. All right, so that makes it a, a threesome for Virginia Tech. Oh, just the way you like. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Nice and cozy. Washington State at Washington. This is uh, Huskies are favored by seven. Coach, I'm taking the Pirate. Washington State. Ah, why is Coach? Are you too? Yeah, I'm taking Washington State. Good. What? Either I'm on fire or you're just begging to lose every game. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm curious why you said the Pirate. That's what they call Mike Leach. The uh, Pirate. I gotcha. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't confusing Washington State with East Carolina. ECU? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No. I... All right. In our next door neighbor, Indiana at Purdue. Purdue plus seven. They named the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Coach. I'm, ta- I'm taking the boiler. I'm not taking the Boilermakers. I'm taking Indiana. Okay. Maestro. Hoosiers. That's a threesome for Indiana also. Damn. This is becoming... This is exciting podcast 
All right, here we go. We're, we're going to pick up the pace, guys. You ready? All right, let's do it. Yep, quick. Alabama at Auburn. Coach. Whatever opposite of Maestro. I'm taking, Maestro. I'm taking the Tigers. All right, I'm taking Bama then. I am uh, taking Bama as well. You should. That's a smart pick. But All right, I'm, Wisconsin at Minnesota. Mm, Coach. I, I, uh, I'm going to row the boat. I'm going to take Minnesota. Maestro. Taking the badges. Yeah. Now we're getting some fun here. Now we're... Now we're now we're getting after it. I'm also taking Minnesota. Let's go Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. This is a 13 and a half point line coach. I'm taking Oklahoma. Maestro. Oklahoma, they've been showing grit the last couple weeks. Yeah. Battling through it. And it's a threesome at Oklahoma. It's actually called an Oklahoma threesome. I love it. Arizona. Actually- at Arizona State, two teams I know nothing about. Mm, I'm taking the Sun Devils. I'm taking Arizona State. Me as well. They uh, they beat up on Oregon last week, so they're feeling good. And they are four, they're four, they're fourteen point favorites. So, all right, Cal, yeah. Cal at UCLA, pretty close line, two and a half points. Coach, I'm taking Cal. Ah! Need the Bears. Are you taking him too? I am taking Cal. All right, flip it. I'm taking UCLA. I gotta sw- I gotta I gotta make some ground here. Also taking uh, UCLA. Is, is Chip Kelly their coach? Is that yes. right? Yes, he is. He's been playing better, but if they would have if they would have beat USC last week, I would have taken them. But they're, they're feeling sorry for themselves. I know. I want a cow, but I got to flip this script here. All right, next game. Two teams that have been completely absent from the entire college football conversation all year. Florida State at Florida. Florida, seventeen point favorite. I looked at this and I was like, "What the heck's going on, Coach?" Florida State sucks. I'm taking Florida. Yeah, you got to take I Florida. See. I mean, Florida State's won the last two since they got rid of their coach, but uh, Florida's going to. They're not beating Florida. Florida Florida's going to clobber them. All right, over to the Research Triangle in North Carolina, NC State <laughs> Wolfpack at UNC. Coach, Tar Heels are favored. I'll take I'll take the Wolfpack. <laughs> You're so foolish. UNC. You take it. Oh, good. Taking Chapel there, yeah. Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. That's Mac Brown, baby. All right. I am taking UNC. I I feel like you guys, just because I'm so far behind, forget that I'm supposed to also be picking these. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Is he even still still picking? You know what? BMOC, you get to go first on the last two. I'm the little brother at the party. I'm like, hi, guys, they're mine. (laughs) What about me? Uh, me? No- Notre Dame at Stanford. It's a 16 and a half point line. I got to take Notre Dame. Oh. It Coach? boils my blood. I, I'm not getting points here. It's straight up. I got to take Notre Dame. Yes. Maestro? Stanford's terrible. Got terrible. They are terrible. And finally, Northwestern at Illinois. It's an Illinois eight and a half point line. I, I, I'm sticking with the Illini. Coach, yeah, I'm going with the Illini. Yeah, the Illini's, they're they're playing well. They're gonna the uh, they're gonna whoop them. The Lovey Smith train. So we got about three or four uh, differentiated picks in there, and that we'll see how that all plays out for us. And now it's time for your scoreboard. How updates. are we doing this year? Let me take a look here. Last week's uh, last week's pick. So, coach, you picked the Rams to plus three to cover. <laughs> Let me just double check the score here. It's now forty-two, 42 to, six. to six. I'm gonna go ahead and call it on you. I'm sorry, that's not call coming it. through. 
Uh, oh. Maestro uh, picked Illinois to cover versus Iowa, and they sure did. That was a great pick, Maestro. You, you sniffed that one out. Again. I thought uh, I thought Boston College could cover 19 points against Notre Dame, but they could not. So no. So that's a uh, it's a plus one to Maestro there, and then in the parlay, Coach got his parlay, which was the Lakers over OKC last Friday. That game was 130 to 127. Woo, by the way, that's a lot of points. That's, that's <laughs> a lot of shit points. ton of points. Uh, but since he didn't get his lock, the parlay point doesn't count. Uh, at least he didn't miss both. That's what happened to me. I picked <laughs> Boston to defeat Denver. They lost 96 to 90 playing some truly uninspired basketball. So I end up losing a point uh, on the year. So here's where we're at. Coach holding steady 41 of 92. That's 44.57%. Maestro, this is just ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. 58 of 92, 63.04%. That's effing ridiculous. If you'd like to subscribe to Maestro's secret picks. You'd be making a shit ton of money That's right, right now. That's right. Go to store, make a pledge, and we'll send you Maestro's five must-bet must picks. Picks to click! Oh. I am uh, bringing up the rear 39 of 92, actually going in the opposite direction, 42.39. Those are the standings. Oh, Woo! my... I hope we can get some. T- we got to tighten this shit up, man. He is running away with it. Notice, I didn't. We used to have a stinger that went. It's time for your scoreboard update. Oh yeah, we yeah, we have that. We yeah, have that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna dig that out. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. All right, all right, oh, good. Hey, I'm hey, you, should, you should use that. But it's not like the best stinger. The one that's coming up next, Maestro. Do it. Rants and corrections. Uh, oh, I have a rant. Yeah, we got I a know maestro right. rant on there. Let's go. You know, not a mini rant, but a full rant. BMOC, I'm, I'm coming after you a little bit. Oh man, that's uh, it. that's fair. After your great pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening back to the episode, you know, from last week. You guys, you you Clevelanders, you homers, um, going after the Steelers, and you know, talking about the helmet gate. But as I was listening, you know, BMOC kept calling Mason Rudolph Maya Rudolph. And I was thinking, who's that slam against? Because I really like Maya Rudolph. Is that a slam against? Is it calling Mason Rudolph a woman or calling him a hilarious female comic? I was was curious about that, BMOC. What, What did you mean by calling Mason Rudolph Maya Rudolph? Well, I I thought his I thought his name was Maya Rudolph. Uh, I, I, Maestro. First of all, congrats for listening to the show. That's a <laughs> yes. big big step for you. If you listen to more shows, you're going to hear about ten thousand other times when somebody's name sounds like another famous person's name. I swap it in. That is correct. So it was just a very innocent sort of name swap. It had nothing to do with. Like derogatory against my Rudolph, or yeah, I know you're not a big fan of Mason Rudolph. So. Can I can I can I just say something right here? I've seen Maya Rudolph play football, and she sucks. So he might have had a point there. Mm. Uh, I think she, I think she's hilarious too. I just thought I just think that their names are so close that that's funny. Yeah, maybe. 
Or I was trying to work it towards then changing his name to Maya Angelou, and then I could make jokes about <laughs> saving Christmas with Elmo. Uh, but but I will say this: I also listened to the show, and I agree. I probably said it too a few too many times. I probably should have just said it the first time and been like, "Ha ha!" But I kept going to that. Well, you were selling it. You were selling it. You gotta sell it. You're so calm when you rant, Maestro. It's hard to tell I if know. you're angry or not. I, I wasn't angry, no. I, but I was trying to like get you upset, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. He's poking the bear. Uh, he was trying to poke because I know how sensitive you are to being politically correct. And, yeah, I gotcha. You know, and so I was hoping I could like calmly sort of ruffle your feathers, but you, you did all right. Damn, you did all right. All right, all right. Yeah, I was not trying to say he's a woman, like uh, Bill Parcells would say about Terry Glenn. He'd use the like. Like she, yeah. you would say she did a great job, right? And, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not down with that, but if it came across that way, I apologize to our hundreds of thousands of female listeners. At least two hundred seventy-five thousand. So, listen, uh, good, good calling me out, Maestro. Keeping me honest. How about you, Coach? You got anything? No, no. I had a good week. All right, good I, week. I have one quick correction. And that is, right. in last week's show, I uh, mistakenly called Pittsburgh quarterback Mason Rudolph, Maya <laughs> Rudolph. I have that noted here to clean that up. And uh, apparently I did it a couple times. So I, I will say, you know, you, you guys you guys spending like a few days together, I'm really su- super excited for the next five years of my life when I have to hear about all the inside <laughs> jokes from your little trip. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, oh, no. remember we were driving through. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, I'm gonna call it. Now that would have been a great rant. Yeah. <laughs> Me sitting in the back of some rented van while you <laughs> two are up there going, dude. Remember we were on the outer belt. <laughs> dude, that was awesome. Uh, I will say, I was very impressed with Coach's ability to get. Big chunks of the Ohio State game while we drove through rural Indiana. We, I, I had some, I had to effort that. So, all right, I think that wraps rants and corrections, Maestro. Rants and corrections. All right, and that brings us to our favorite part of the show: trivia. Trivia. I didn't put any clues on here for you guys because I didn't want you to go looking up the answers. That's good. It's, it's, okay. Be- it's okay. I got Google open right now. Okay. Here's the, th- here, here's, here's the thing. We know that uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, and the, da- uh-huh. the Dallas Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. Right. Matt's personal hero, quarterback, Clint, Clint Hurdle. Clint Longley. Yeah. Not Clint Hurdle. See, I just called Clint Longley Clint Hurdle. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Funny. All right. So I'm looking at, at right now the top 10 Dallas Cowboys receivers of all time. Top ten. Uh, there, yeah. there are two from the sixties. Oh, jeez. Two from the seventies, but the rest I think you can get. So I'm going to put your over under at six. I can do this. All okay. right. You ready? Yep. Hollywood Henderson. He is not in the top ten. All right, Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson is number four. Oh wow! I've um, heard that name in forever. Uh, Drew Joey Galloway, and then you've got. Was he on that team? Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin is Joey Galloway is not. 
And uh, receivers, does that have to be receivers or just catches made? Oh, wait, wait, no the tight, tight ends. Yeah, yeah, tight ends. No tight ends count. Oh, then, then, then uh, Witten. Yeah. Jason Witten is number one. Oh, God, who was Michael Irvin's sidekick? The long, very fast player took a deal to Tampa Bay. Oh, that was shit, Joey Galloway, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. He was before Joey Galloway. Oh, that bothers me. Okay, so hmm. two from the sixties. We're not going to get them. Man, you think I know after watching all those Super Bowls? So you got three. You ready for some hints? Yeah. Yeah, give me hints. Let's go. All right. Uh, there was some thought that this guy might become a Cleveland Brown, but he did not. Oh, is he very recent? Yep. And he ended up going somewhere and blowing out his Achilles. Oh. Des Bryant. That's correct. Des Bryant is number five on the list. And. Okay. Uh, another hint. Uh, okay. This this guy played for the Cowboys from 2006 to 2013. He uh, also returned kicks for them. Oh, Terry. Uh, not Terry Glenn. Uh, return kicks for them. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Nope. I'm, his uh, his last name is a city in Texas. Oh, uh, Tre- Trev Austin, Trey uh, Trey Austin or Miles um, Austin. Miles Austin. There Miles Austin. That's yes. number five. And then I'm going to give you a, one more hint here. Uh, number ten uh, played for a number of different teams, and he is known. Mostly by his initials, T.O. Oh, oh Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. So uh, here, you might get some of these other ones. Number three is Tony Hill. Oh, I remember Yes, that. I was going to say, Tony Hill played with Drew Drew Pearson. Yes, absolutely. You're like, who, yes. who's that guy? And he's actually one ahead of Drew Pearson. I was going to call him Drew Hill, but. So uh, Tony Hill, Hill and Pearson. Tony Hill and Drew Pearson played for uh, Troy Aikman, right? They were his go-to guys. No, 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 they were no Roger, Tony Hill and Roger Staubach, Staubach. Oh. Danny White. Well, who who was who were the? Pri- oh, I guess they would have been uh, Irving and Irving and, Irvin and, and the other guy. Bryant, huh? No, the Irving and the other guy. God, I can't remember the other guy. Uh, hang on here, uh, Jay Novacek, maybe. No, I mean he was good too. Yeah, he's number eleven. Uh, Bob Hayes played from 65 to 74. He's sixth. Frank Clark is seventh from 1960 to 67. Ninth is Doug Cosby. Oh, what? Yeah. So he is, uh, he's an addition to our pantheon of forgotten Cosby children. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's Sidney Cosby from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now Doug Cosby. Uh, and then, T.O. was 10th. Jay Novacek's 11th. A couple other names you might recognize. Billy Joe Dupree. Yes. He's 12th. Tony Dorsett oh, is where's, 14th. Where's Alvin Harper? That's the guy that ended up take, signing a big deal. He was with um, uh, Michael Irvin. Hmm. I do not see him. I'm still going down. Still going down. Damn. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I don't see him on this list. He's not on there. All right. Mm-hmm. Then I would have been wrong. So, uh, Maestro, did you say Terry Glenn? No. Yeah, I did. 
Someone did. Yeah, he's 16th on the list. There you go. So, all right. So that's your Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Thanksgiving Day <laughs> trivia. 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 Catch the ball, boys. Trivia. So uh, when you're at your Thanksgiving dinner and That'll... uncomfortable political talk comes up, you can start throwing out some of these Dallas Cowboy receiver fun facts. What a great thing to have in my back pocket. Yeah. So you're welcome, America. America. You're such a giver. So, uh, all right. Uh, oh, my gosh. We're up to the two-minute drill, guys. I know. Here we go. Two-minute drill. <laughs> so good. All right. So the two-minute drill. We have 20-second uh, hot takes. We, we fly through it. We've actually made it under two minutes in the past. Let me bring up the timer. And, okay, uh, are you ready? Let's do, uh, we'll do Maestro, Coach, then me. All right. Oh, we ready? All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Go, Maestro. Jets won their third in a row to go four and seven. That's super exciting news. But what I think is exciting is that the last three games that they won, they all, they, all three games were 34 points that they scored. They beat the Giants 34-27, the Redskins 34-17, and Oakland 34-3. Time, coach. Okay, I've said it many times in my life. Boxing is dead, but now I'm going to change my mind. Because if you have not seen Deontay Wilder swing those meat hooks that he has his fists, and he's crushing people's faces and knocking people to the canvas, is this the second coming of Mike Tyson? Time. Nice, coach. All right. Maestro brought it up earlier. Brown Steelers version two is happening, and and we are going to see some bad blood in this rivalry for the first time in a long time. It's like the Brown Steelers games of old time, Maestro. So, hockey. Let's talk hockey. Keith Yandel, defenseman for the Florida Panthers. He's got an 821-game straight uh, streak going. He got nine of his teeth knocked out on Saturday Ow. and played on Sunday. That's hockey. Oh. That's serious. Don't hockey. Time, coach. Okay. Dwayne Haskins is getting all this grief. He took a f- selfie, missed the last play. Everybody's like, blah, blah, Dwayne Haskins. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yet all we want is to try to change and make the NFL a little bit more fan-friendly, and that's all he was doing. People need to get over themselves. And stop crying. Time. <laughs> I hate to say this. I got to agree with Stephen A. Smith. It is time for Jason Garrett to go as head coach of the Cowboys. Ooh. This guy has been consistently a nudge above mediocre, and he hung around way too long. He's the Marv Lewis of Dallas. Time. That's a two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. That came in at two minutes and four-tenths of a second. Damn, we're right there. Right there. I'm going to... I'm going to screenshot that and put it on the Instagram. You, that's a great Instagram. Enjoy your turkey, you turkeys, and we'll catch you Wednesday next. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs> Thank you.
sizzling. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.